What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the From Downtown Podcast. I'm your host, Dahani Joseph. And today, I just got to talk to you guys, man. The Brooklyn Nets, this was no surprise, in my opinion. The Brooklyn Nets have fired Coach Steve Nash November 1st, 2022. This comes as no surprise from the standpoint that the writing was on the wall for a while now that Steve Nash wasn't necessarily the coach for this team. He had little to no coaching experience. And when you consider the fact that you have guys like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, players that have won championships that need to be coached at a high level, when you look at Tyron Lue for Kyrie, Steve Kerr, Billy Donovan for Kevin Durant, those are high-level coaches in the NBA. And Steve Nash, unfortunately, was not on that level. But that's besides the point. We'll get into that for sure, but I want to get into the fact that this Brooklyn Nets squad is a mess. You talk about them winning one playoff series in the last three years with the collection of talent, which includes Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Ben Simmons, a plethora of role players that on other teams probably would have led them to championships at times. You have situations where they had all the talent in the world to make it to the NBA Finals at least once during that stretch, and they didn't. They have failed on every every level to get to where they where expectations should lead them to, and of course, expectations don't mean everything. While at the same time, when you have the type of talent that this Brooklyn Nets squad has had over the last few years, in particular. When it comes to the James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets, this team is an object failure. There's no other way to put it. This team has not lived up to expectation, lived up to the standards that Kevin Durant has set, knowing his championship pedigree, Kyrie Irving. James Harden was here and gone within a matter of a few months. It really didn't feel like he was there for all that long. And his effect really didn't mean much in the grand scheme of things. Ultimately, what it comes down to, something has to be done, man. I don't know if it's blowing it up. I don't know if it's trading someone. I don't know, man. We're going to get into all this and more. This is a very long opening, but I have to just get this off my chest before we get started. I'll dive way deeper into this. But here we go, straight into the episode. Let's go. Alright, so getting started here with this Brooklyn Nets soap opera, three season soap opera, and it's continuing on from what I'm understanding here. You take a look first, 2020-2021 NBA season. Matter of fact, let's take it back even further. 2019-2020, that was the season where we saw 
Kevin Durant sign, but he was unable to play due to his injury, of course. He was still recovering from the injury he sustained back in the finals against Toronto. So you had Kyrie Irving on their squad, too, who played minimal games. But he was still able to produce at a solid level when he did play. 20 games played, 20 games started for 27 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Stellar play by Kyrie Irving. That's going to be a trend. Stellar play by Kyrie Irving. But off the court is another issue entirely. But, of course, that was the COVID year. And things started transpiring down from there. When you talk about the bubble, players like Kyrie Irving did not want to end up going to the bubble. A plethora of reasons why, obviously. You understand that a lot had to do with the money situation in terms of the CBA and whatnot that ultimately allowed players, well, players saw that that would be an issue and ultimately they decided to go into the bubble which the Lakers were victorious but there's a trend we're going to see Kyrie Irving in the middle of everything really that's been going wrong for the Brooklyn Nets in my opinion next year they hire Steve Nash as the head coach for the Brooklyn Nets this year they get Kevin Durant back okay so now we see the two stars that they acquired in free agency together. You have the team that ends 48-24. and 24. Shortened season, 10 games less, but 48-24. and 24. This was the year that they lost to Milwaukee in the semifinals. This was also the year that they acquired James Harden via trade from Houston. Now... This team had so much expectation, so much excitement around it. You want to talk about having two former MVPs in Durant and Harden. Two, excuse me, three guys that can average 25-plus in their sleep. Really average 30-plus if they really wanted to. Kyrie Irving's the only one that hasn't done, that, done it in his career, but we all know he's easily capable of doing such. You talk about Harden, the point guard that he can be averaging double-double easily. Damn near a triple-double if he really wanted to. Kevin Durant, we all understand the score that he is, that he's always been in the NBA. The defensive player that he was, even coming off the injury, he was still a great defensive player. Kyrie Irving, again, stellar score, playing the two-guard next to James Harden which honestly seemed like the best solution. This team had all the makings of a championship team, but then we see the injuries unfold. Kyrie Irving, he gets injured in the playoffs. Unavailable for the entire run. We see Harden dealing with a hamstring injury. He was playing, but of course hobbled. And then we see Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant... A, a foot, uh, not even an inch or two away from sending the Nets to the Eastern Conference Finals. That may have changed history as we know it for this Brooklyn Nets squad. Maybe things turn around. They go to the Conference Finals. They have Harden healthier. Maybe Kyrie comes back. Who knows? 
they beat the Hawks and eventually go to the NBA Finals to face a Phoenix squad that, despite them having talent, they were almost as inexperienced as Brooklyn in terms of that entire squad having cohesion. Obviously, with the Nets, you have championship experience throughout that lineup. It would have been an interesting playoff series for sure, NBA Finals series, and who knows? Again, could have changed history. Really could change history. But next, the 2021-2022 NBA season, this is where things get interesting. So, we have to take into account a few things. First off, Kyrie Irving in the vaccination mandate. Kyrie Irving refused to get vaccinated during this season. This led to a plethora of issues. First, starting with the fact that he was unavailable for home games. Him not being able to play home games combined with the fact that you had nights where Harden was still dealing with his injury and eventually his just discomfort with the franchise in general, making him not want to play. Durant not healthy for the entirety of the season. So having Kyrie only play away games is kind of like away games that wasn't in New York or with Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. That was a detriment to the team, first off. Also showing the fact that Kyrie, he wasn't necessarily committed to this Brooklyn squad. I, I get it. This is a very controversial topic, getting vaccinated versus not getting vaccinated. I'm not trying to get into that right now. But what I am saying is that everybody had to do it. It was a requirement for your job. And not taking it is a sign that, all right, I, I get your health is important, but maybe do you not care about the team? There was hesitation by everybody, especially in the African-American community. There's hesitancy all over the place. Can't deny that. So, Kyrie doesn't get vaccinated. He, he only plays home games for a while. Eventually, the mandate gets lifted. He's able to play in home games. But by that point, the damage is already done. And we're going to get into... James Harden in a moment. But, again, let's reiterate, 21-22, and 22, the Nets were 7th in the Eastern Conference, 44-38 record. They were supposed to be one of the best offensive teams in history. Ended up being ninth out of 30. That's not getting it done. That's not historic. This year, they also got swept by... The Celtics, who eventually went to the championship, but still getting swept? Is that really what we're doing? All right. Forget that for a second. Then we have the issue with James Harden wanting out. Now, when you look back at it, James Harden, he wanted to leave to go to Philadelphia, mainly because he had Daryl Morey over in Philly. He would be able to run the offense, essentially, It'd have Joel Embiid. And most importantly, he wouldn't be next to Kyrie Irving. There was mounting frustration, reports galore about Kyrie Irving's hesitancy to get vaccinated along with him being essentially a part-timer that rubbed Harden the wrong way. Whether it was on off-the-court issues, locker room stuff, whatever it may be. Harden wanted to get out of there, which... You can look at Harden and say, wow, you just left Houston and now you're leaving Brooklyn. Are you going to leave Philadelphia next? Right now, it seems like he's committed to Philadelphia. 
mainly because he has Daryl Moore. He's in a pretty good situation right now. Also solely because I don't think he's going to be able to get to another team and have the best chance, a better chance, rather, to win a championship. Philadelphia is probably the best chance he's going to have when you look at what they had to give up, which was a star in Ben Simmons who is a mess in himself right now. We'll get into him shortly. But anyway, Brooklyn trades James Harden for Ben Simmons, gets Seth Curry as well on the deal, and one one other player, I'm forgetting the person off the top of my head, but trade them. I think it was Paul Millsap. Anyway, that trade happens. The Nets go into the playoffs. They lose offseason. Then we have Kevin Durant requesting a trade. This is the stuff that I'm talking about in terms of the off-the-court issues, the off-the-court drama. The Brooklyn Nets haven't solely played basketball in the last three years. There's always something going on. There's always something going on. For Kevin Durant, he was like, all right, I've had my time here. I've done enough. I want to go elsewhere. He was looking at a place like a Phoenix or Miami. But this is your team, bro. You made this request. I mean, you wanted to come here. You wanted to be on the Brooklyn Nets. You wanted Kyrie Irving with you. You wanted to have Steve Nash as your coach. The Nets gave him everything that he wanted. Also, he he's under he signed a contract extension the, the year prior. Let's not forget that. So he was committed. So we understand Durant has been fed up. He, he's fed up with the situation. He was fed up with all the stuff with the trade, with Kyrie Irving, all that stuff. And no matter how much Irving is his boy, he wants to win, man. And he's sick and tired of everything. Eventually, he rescinded the trade request due to not being able to find a good enough trade candidate, trade partner, because they would the team that's getting him would have to essentially gut their entire roster. But at the same time, this Nets team was good enough in 2020-2021 to make it to the finals. Even the year they got swept, they had talent. They have to work on defense. I know it's not as simple as saying that, but <clears throat> there's things that you have to work on. You don't just bail on the team, but that's besides the point. Another off-the-court issue. Now let's get into this season currently. James Harden's out of the equation. Ben Simmons is in the equation. Who he should have played the year when when he was acquired, but he had back issues. Whatever was going on. Mind you, I have Ben Simmons on my Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Ben Simmons comes into this season... He looks scared. He looks afraid of the basket. And you're probably thinking, Don, what are you talking about? He's afraid of the basket. He's scared. I've watched a number of Brooklyn Nets games. And in my time watching basketball, my time playing basketball, I'm not saying I played at the highest level, even at the collegiate level, I have never in my life seen someone go on a fast break Stop, turn around, and look to pass the ball without even looking up at the basket to go up for a shot. That is unheard of. That is ridiculous. 
I just don't understand what the matter with him. Ben Simmons looks afraid of the moment, afraid to even play fundamental basketball, which in this case I'm referring to going up for a layup. The media constantly has to coddle him. Kyrie Irving, his own teammate, has to constantly coddle him, saying, oh, give him a chance, give him a chance. They're acting like he's a baby. He's a grown man. And I just don't understand what the issue is when you're a former All-Star, Defensive Player of the Year candidate in my eyes, as he should be, a player that was once out of the second coming of LeBron James. You look at past highlights, he would attack the rim with ferocity. He would go up, get fouled. Even if he doesn't make the free throws, at least both of them, he'll make one. If not, he was still aggressive. Now, he's shying away from even going to the paint. There's been numerous times when he had the ability to go straight to the paint, but he'd opt to pass the ball instead. I, I couldn't tell you if it was a coaching thing. We'll see, as Steve Nash has been fired, which we'll get into shortly. But even if it's, there's no way as a coach you can tell your player to not shoot the ball at, as a professional. There's no way. And even if he does, there has to be some backlash. Especially considering Ben Simmons, one of the better players in the paint in the NBA, especially on the fast break, for him not to go up in certain instances on a steal, he'll just bring the ball back out rather than go into the paint at 6'10", 6'11", mind you, athletic freak, strong, all that, he can finish with either hand, and you're telling me he doesn't want to put the ball up? That's something mental. That's a mentality thing that I'm not sure what happened. He, Philadelphia broke him, I guess. And this isn't like reporting or anything. I'm just saying strictly my thoughts on what it looks like. He lost all basketball confidence. And it's it's sad. Because this was a guy that trending towards all-NBA status. All-NBA defender at very least. And an all-star due to his well-rounded game. To get you a triple-double on a night-and-night-out basis. To now, Ben Simmons is a guy... He doesn't even look like he wants to play basketball. Reports come out that he's happy to be benched after he's starting. He's like, oh, I got to go on the bench. A sigh of relief. What? I've never seen that. I've never heard of that in my life, that you're happy to be benched. And again, the constant coddling by fans, the media, his own teammates, not putting up shots in the paint. The jump shot thing is dead. I don't even care that he's not taking a jump shot. He doesn't need to take a jump shot the rest of his NBA career as far as I'm concerned. But going to the basket and just not even looking to put it up, looking to pass out. I've seen so many times he gets to the paint and he doesn't even attempt to put up the shot. He just passes out to KD. Pick and roll, he'll get it. He'll look look to pass. And in some instances, it's fine. But when you're right in front of the paint, Right in the, I remember there was a moment, uh, I believe it was Kyrie Irving who dished it to him. Ben was in the paint, and he kicked it right out to the corner or to the top of the key rather. And we heard Ben, I mean Kyrie Irving. There was audio. It was like shoot it, Ben, like your own teammate is saying that. He's he's audibly frustrated. There has to be a change. There has to be a change, and it has to be with him. There's no trade of this. No one's taking Ben Simmons. Nobody is taking this issue. This is a problem. There is not a solution. His defense has not translated the way I thought it would. 
the Nets are at the bottom of the league in defensive efficiency. I thought he would help. It looks like he's been a hindrance, if anything. This is bad, man. This is really bad for a Brooklyn Nets team that has had so much potential in the last three years, and they haven't been able to put it together. Currently, they are 2-5 and five on the season. Steve Nash is out of here. It's looking like former Celtics coach Ime Udoka will be the next coach in line to be head coach for this team. We'll see what that does. Um, Ime definitely, we've seen his ability to turn things around. Last season with the Celtics, they were looking like they were going to be lottery bound. They went all the way to the NBA Finals. I'm sure Brooklyn's hoping he can do the same thing here. But the difference between Brooklyn and Boston, Boston never had these type of off-the-court issues to contend with. They never had a Kyrie Irving who recently posted anti-Semitic, a book or a movie, I believe it was both, posted about anti-Semitic book and movie. And I want to get the name correct here, but man, let me preface this by saying Kyrie Irving got me into the game of basketball. I'm going to say that right now. Kyrie Irving was the reason I fell in love with the game of basketball. That's why I'm here today doing this. His ball handling wizardry, his ability to create shots off the dribble at an elite level from his time at Duke, from the time of St. Patrick's School in high school, then to Duke, then to Cleveland. His moves, his ability to score of either hand, the English. I was a kid who I would go to the park, I would practice working on English shots off the backboard, trying to be like him. He got me into the game of basketball. He made me fall in love with it, along with Kevin Durant. But, man, it is very hard to root for Kyrie. On the court, he's no spectacular. And this is something that we come to expect. Right now, he's averaging 30 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 47.5% from the field. 31% from three, which will go up, no doubt about that, and 92% from free throw line. He is playing all-star level, all-NBA caliber play at the point guard position. But it's the off-the-court stuff, man. It's the off-the-court issues. Supporting a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic information. We can't do this, man. It goes further than this, man. It goes back to not getting vaccinated. It goes off to a bunch of things that Kyrie Irving has said. I remember before, there was a tweet from Alex Jones. I believe he retweeted it about the New World Order. Just a a bunch of different stuff, man. And it's like, damn, I'm really trying to root for Kyrie Irving. I really am. One of my favorite players on the court skills. He, He has it all. But when you talk about just someone that will suck the life out of an organization, and I hate to say this, I really do. He's up there with like one of the worst. Like you bring him in, something is going to happen. There's going to be issues. There's going to be issues. There's going to be problems. Here's the name of the, the documentary. Hebrews and Negroes Wake Up Black America. This can't happen, man. And this is the issue. Again, Brooklyn has not solely played basketball. They always have to do damage control of PR for Kyrie Irving. There's always there's always a trade to be made. 
with disgruntled stars, with a James Harden. There's always something going on. And right now, this team's two and five on the season. Emir is most likely going to come in as the new coach. They're going to have to turn it around. But I haven't really ever seen a team like this that has gone on such a large stretch of time where they just haven't been able to sail the headlines. They're always in the headlines, and not for the good reasons. If they were dominating, if they were playing some of the best basketball in the league, and they were in the headlines for that, that would be great. But the fact of the matter is they haven't been. They haven't been one of the best teams in the league over the last few years. They've had winning records the last two years, but not by that much. Now they have a losing record. 2019-2020, they had a losing record. I just don't know what the Nets can do. It's looking like it's going to have to be a full rebuild if this season doesn't work out well. And I understand it's kind of crazy to say that you still have Kevin Durant under contract. Kyrie Irving has this year left. We'll see where he goes. Lots of people were saying Los Angeles, the Lakers. It's scary in Brooklyn right now, man. It really is. So much going on. I honestly feel bad for Kevin Durant. I feel bad that he has to deal with this. The One of the greatest players of all time. One of the greatest players of his generation. He shouldn't have to deal with such ineptitude from a team from his teammates I can't even sit here and say it's because of the front office the front office has done everything in their power to get him what he wanted it just so happens that the players that he wanted turned out to be bigger problems than they were solutions and that's been the issue for the last three years for the Brooklyn Nets and for the foreseeable future it looks like those same problems will continue Thank you guys for watching this episode of the From Downtown Podcast. Please make sure to rate five stars, share, all that good stuff. I had to get this one off my chest, guys. I really did. It's a shame when you see such a talent, a talented group of individuals just unable to get it together. There's been plenty of times where teams have been talented. Teams have had the right coach. The right situation, but a stupid off-the-court issue, off-the-court issues in general just derails them. And that's going to be the story for this Brooklyn Nets iteration of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and now Ben Simmons. Add him onto the list. Steve Nash era, potentially, if you want to cap it at the Steve Nash point. We'll see what Ime Adoka does in the future if he ends up being the coach with all indications show that he will be. But it's just bad, man. This Nets team has so much potential, so much hype. From the outset, once Kevin Durant and Kyrie signed in Brooklyn, there's a lot of optimism. And there should have been. But this hasn't panned out that way. Hopefully things change. I'm rooting for them. But, man, it's going to be really hard. But thank you guys for watching. Until next time, guys, take care. Mm-hmm.